Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Orange Weekly Post Game Podcast. My name is Kev Dan from the Bourbon Broncos No BS Show, part of the Orange Weekly Broadcast Network. Uh, we got John and Spotty up here, guys. Uh, you know, the, the Broncos just played the Bears, and I couldn't be more excited. Uh, things are, you know, big news. NSYNC came out with a new song, and I'm just <laughs> over the moon. I'm over the moon excited. Okay. They're touring, Kev Dan. They're touring. So, yeah, they I are. I, I'm ready to go see them. Um, I don't even know. And uh, what happened to the Broncos game, though? What happened? Uh, a lot, a lot, a actually. Lot? You know, okay. you couldn't have turned the channel on this one. <laughs> you know, well, a lot Kevin, did happen. Kevin, Kevin, normally this is sad whiskey for the first three weeks yeah. of the season, but yeah. today this is happy whiskey, and I'm enjoying it much more this week than it would be the first three weeks <laughs> of the season. Hey guys, I don't know how how often we do these, you know, happy post game shows, but today is one of them. We have a game in which, overall, <laughs> if you want a big picture summary from the game, it went okay. We look good. We suck. We suck. We suck. We suck. We suck. Our defense sucks. Defense sucks. Defense sucks. Defense sucks. We win. So, uh, yeah, let's that, just no, Kev Dan. I think that was like the house was on fire. But it poured. It was a torrential downpour uh, all of a sudden, yes. and it so took, put fine. the fire out. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Rip out. Rip out. Well, let's let's do it as we normally do, uh, and rewind a few hours back um, to this morning uh, before the game, and reflect on you know what what were our thoughts and expectations going into this game. So, Spidey, I'll hand it over to you to start, bud. Uh, my. Thoughts and expectations before this game, after watching Justin Fields play um, the prior three weeks, is that we had a lot of areas to take advantage of a quarterback who had been playing poorly. Um, as long as we could stop them from running the ball, the football, which is their bread and butter, and stop those quarterback or called quarterback runs, that the Broncos defense would show that they could be a dominant force. John, what do you think, man? Yeah. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> if you look at many power rankings going into this game, you had the 31st worst team versus the 32nd worst team. <laughs> For so, that reason. <laughs> it was the battle of the bad today. And, um, you know, we can leave it there for now. It was just like, this is like the one of the few teams we feel like we have a chance against. In fact, we were even favored in their, in their yeah. stadium. Um, which I sadly lost that bet. Continuing um, <laughs> my terrible uh, losing streak of betting, but uh, yeah, we'll leave it at that. That the Cowboys seemed like a team that we had a chance of beating. Yeah, you know the team we played today, Cowboys. Whatever. Uh, yeah. So. What? <laughs> John's what? just so happy with the win that he doesn't even know who we beat. He's just like, we won. It's it's a team. So. <laughs> Happy whiskey. I mean, every time I try to say it, I just can't go back to the happy whiskey. He didn't say the first Look. whiskey he had. <laughs> Lightweight. Um, yeah, look, you're right. The The fact that we were – both teams are not only terrible but looking for the first win. We're going to their home. Um, and so much talk was centered around Justin Fields this last week, you know, kind of trying to keep up with what their fan base was talking about and stuff. And – you know, just seeing people basically throw in the towel after week three on Justin Field and say, we're done. We're done with this guy. You know, we're, we're over it. 
you know, and then looking back to what the Broncos had done the first three weeks, and we've made every quarterback we play look good on defense, you know, especially last week. Okay. So you get bad quarterbacks against our defense. They look good. You get good quarterbacks against our defense. They look great. Okay. This was an opportunity for Justin Fields to really showcase, Hey, you know, don't give up on me. Don't start tanking for Williams or, you know, that crap. And I hope I don't have to hear that from Broncos country for a while um, or ever. Um, but, um, you know, it, it was, it was a lot riding on the line for them as well. Probably more so because everyone was so um, just ready to, I mean, people were burning jerseys and stuff. I mean, I haven't really seen that from Broncos country, so that's good. Um, but you know, the Broncos didn't really have that issue with the quarterback situation. Our offense is not great, but it wasn't really the problem. I mean, Russell Wilson's not the problem, right? Um, so the question is, what are our defense going to do after this last week? And that was the big concern for me going into this game is just, you know, man, if, if they're not able to, to pull their heads out and, you know, get things going again, this is, a, this is a game that could get ugly very quick for us. And that will lead us into kickoff. So <laughs> great segue into what happened right. in this game, Kevin. Right. Now, before we do that, everyone, remember that uh, we have a ton of content here at Orange Weekly. Uh, you know, the Bourbon Broncos and OBS show Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Mountain Time. We also got the pregame podcast uh, and then the tailgate talk one hour before kickoff on game days. And then we also have the halftime hash show as well, which goes live every halftime of every Broncos game. So you guys can check out our content there. Make sure you're following us on YouTube as well. Hit that subscribe button for us. Ka-ching. And um, you know, you get notified for when we post our daily videos and everything for you guys. So plenty of stuff coming out for y'all. Um, and, you know, we're going to be here no matter what the Broncos do. So hopefully more good news, uh, you know, to talk about in the future, but we'll see. Right now we're just living, uh, living good on this, on this win. Hey, we um, won a game. We won a game. We won a game. We won a game. There you go, Scotty. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) Love it, man. So, kickoff, guys. Um, Let's go through the first quarter or the first half, like offense. Um, I think there's a lot of, you know, good there. Well, maybe not good. Um, Better things, not as bad things to talk about as there are on defense, right? But, um, you know, uh, third game this season out of the four, we're opening drive uh, for the Broncos. We go down and get a touchdown. Pretty you know, pretty impressive compared to where we've been the last six, seven years. No, it's true. I, I, I think that's the issue, though, Kev, because then we know that it gets us a little high because we're like, you know what? If we can score on the first one, then we'll be fine. You know, we got a little stagnant in mm-hmm. our play calling after the touchdown. I, I, I'm not sure if it, you know – what what we were thinking and you know obviously Javante not playing the rest of the first half also is a big uh hurt us a lot but um you know it, we our play calling has to get more interesting i don't know what it is about the vanilla first half that we had this but luckily it was the first half this game right <laughs> i'm fine it was a strategy it was a strategy Hey, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, we were we we had those other second halves of those other games, where, but we were a little more vanilla in this first half. So, um, I I we put it together and for that first drive, and it, and it was beautiful. And then, but then after that, I you know, fell asleep at the wheel. I don't know. Yeah. 
I don't know what happened. Yeah. It's like the opposite of last year where we couldn't figure out those scripted play, right? Every team talks about these scripted first, second series. We didn't have that last year. And we finally figured it out this year under Sean Payton. But then it's like after that, it falls apart. So I don't know. Today it was different because we figured it out at halftime. Whereas in previous games, it's like halftime was our Achilles heel for some reason for this off offense. Um yeah, first drive was great. First first drive was great for both sides of the of the field. Um offensive very defense. fast first quarter. And yeah. then uh yeah, kind of fell apart pretty quickly. Now, maybe you guys can help me remember honestly looking back and, and I don't remember what happened or if there was something that caused the Broncos offense to stall um for the rest of the first half. You know, that was all we did in the first half was that first drive for us. Uh, from there, we just got absolutely nothing done. And, you know, it, it didn't look you – know, there was no, you know, fumble or, you know, there's no big hit or anything. Um, but I don't know if, you know, you're talking about, yeah, we get we get into this rhythm on the first drive and then maybe we just get too comfortable, we get too confident, we slow down. That's when the laziness – or maybe not laziness, but, com, uh, you know, being com, uh, complacent um sets in and that's where we see all those mistakes and uh those penalties rise up right so yeah. uh, and those are just drive killers yeah I, that I, I feel like that more than anything has been what was hurting us i mean i i'm looking back at all of the play you know the, the summaries okay we got we got them the punt on the first drive we went down with the touchdown we allowed them to score but then it was like three plays and out four plays five plays yep. you know you're right. I, I'm I, I'm appreciative of the fact that we the issue hasn't been the turnovers because that those are those glaring things, those screeching things. We're like, okay, how do we stop? You know, get you know, giving up those turnovers. But a lot mm -hmm. of times when it comes to turnovers, you don't have you know, unless it's on your QB or a lot of fumbles. There's not a lot of fixes to those, but there there are things that we can see in these stagnated plays, you know, holds or, you know, those swing out passes real quick that I'm sorry, just aren't working for us, you know, yeah, trying mm -hmm. to get that quick out to run up three yards or better yet, where our work. wide receivers, our wide receivers don't block in a way mm -hmm. that some of these other teams do to even do that. So, uh, I mean, just look at it, you know, there's three plays out, seven plays, you know, 10 plays, but then we scored, right? Like, so yeah. we know that if we can get the juices flowing that we, we get ourselves into the end zone. Yeah. Yeah. To specifically answer your question and you talked about it, Spotty is penalties, like penalties that just delayed our, our offense from getting going or where they were getting going and it was getting pulled back and it didn't, you know, and this happens every game, it seems like. And, you know, they talked about it in the broadcast. It's not the like the number of yards or the number of penalties that we're getting, but we're getting them um, in moments where it just absolutely dry, like stalls our drive or it just gives the other team a first down when they're when we're on defense. And that's what happened in that first half. Um, I, and yeah, it seemed like all the momentum swept, swept the uh, the Bears way after that touchdown. That's what was that. that you know, yeah, shouldn't have counted, but it did. And <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that was, you know, that's what I was talking about in the, the halftime show um, was this is like the same story week in and week out for us was, you know, I can't even be upset about these terrible officiating calls that go against us once or twice or three times in a game. Right. Because we haven't been doing anything to put ourselves in a position to win. So you can't sit here and gripe or say anything about bad officiating 
when you know <laughs> they're you're not doing anything yourself, right? Um, but in the second half, yeah, we turn around and that's you know, we'll get to that in a minute there, but um it, it's just interesting to see you know, when those bad calls go against us and we lose that momentum, it seems like it's very hard for these guys to pick their heads up collectively. You know, you, you see it in Russell Wilson alone and we didn't see it this week. Last week was just a mess in general, but you know, against uh, the commanders as well um, you know, he fumbles the ball or whatever. Um, and, and then it just takes him like an entire quarter to get out of his own head and stop trying to force things. Right. Um, cause that's when like an interception happens after that or something like that. So, um, it, it's, it, you see it in, in players and we're seeing it as an entire collective offense when they lose the momentum, he just, they just can't get it going again, you know? Uh, and the concern here for me guys is we played the bears. <laughs> we still got like the chiefs twice, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like bills, the uh, we got the, the bills. You know, literally any other. I'm just saying, (laughs) you know, I'm just saying, like, I I don't know what 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 these guys need to do. I think, you know, we're looking at there's execution problems and discipline problems. But then there needs to be, you know, an increase in leadership still where, you know, somebody is saying stepping up, let's get it together, bounce back, you know, and and getting guys going. But I I don't know. You know, Spotty, you played football before. Um you know, what, what's going on in a team when you, you know, you're all feeling that, like, how do you, how do you turn that around? I also played football, but thanks guys. Oh, that's right. I forgot, John. <laughs> no, I want the spotty first. <laughs> you, you know, you forget when you see John's stupid haircut and how little he is. Please. Just can't see it under a helmet. You know? uh, it's so I didn't say so I was good, good at football. <laughs> you know what? I didn't I, say I started. I didn't say it may look the same, John. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, same question to you, John, then after spotty. <laughs> I, I think there's two two ways to fix it, and I think there's a glaring issue for the uh, Broncos on one side. One side is you have that guy in the locker room that grabs everyone by their face mask and like headbutts them or something, or or slaps them all and is just like "Let's go!" and then that riles you up. They say something crazy, like Ray Lewis used to say. You know, Ray Lewis would say something ridiculous, and his whole team all of a sudden were seeing you know shooting lasers from their eyes uh the broncos don't have that russell wilson that's not his that's not his shtick um the other one of course and it was mentioned it's the coach the coach has to say something you know look at dan campbell for the for the lions man that guy <laughs> says some ridiculous stuff and i am telling you what those players buy in he's out they here do. You, know, you knock us down we're gonna eat your kneecaps and everybody yeah okay i did remember that like, right then i was like did he say that you did okay yeah, like but we're like but here's the players are like yeah you yeah we're eating kneecaps for dinner dog and i'm like oh lord all right hey whatever you need to do to pick you up off the mat but i i think that's the issue i think we're running into that there's no that's not sean payton he's gonna he's more or less the cussy out and say something that might bring you down a little bit opposed right. to pep you and make you want to right. kick a 60 yard field goal right. yeah and i'd agree with that spotty it's just a lack of leadership and we saw after last week's game it was you know the whole locker room's down it's all let's all feel sorry for ourselves we don't know how to win we can't win i'm so sick of losing every week week in and week out it's like yeah you need someone like spotty saying like to fucking like get on these guys and be like look you're better than this and yeah. you need to freaking show it. Show the freaking world. Like, this is your time to show the world. And, you know. Yeah. That, it didn't happen in the first half. And finally, no. we, we saw a big transition in the second half. 
But yeah. what about the defense? So what happened? Hey, that's what exactly what I was going to talk about right? next. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> Same thing. You know, they just you know, very just the the idea of these players that are getting so open and consistently commit was open over and over and over and over and over again. And then I don't know if you guys heard it, but I heard it. The, the announcers were saying, I think this was like in the fourth quarter. They're like, yeah, we talked to Vance Joseph this last week, you know, and he was saying that uh, he just was not prepared for the speediness of Tyreek Hill last week. And I'm just like, Hey, Kev Dan, my ears, I think what? I went a little deaf. Did you say yeah. speed, they, speediness? Yeah. Wait, that, wait, wait, wait. The yeah. Dolphins are fast? Tyreek Hill is fast? They and have like just three him? NCAA like, championship sprinters on their team. I, yeah. I, I, you know how do NFL, the, they, they track the speed? I think they have six players yeah. on one through six for the fastest players for the whole entire yeah. year so far. Yeah. Right. So, so when I heard that it, it automatically, I mean, it makes sense now. It's like, this guy is not make sense. Don't make sense. No, 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 no. Listen, Don, you do this every week, man. Let me finish. I'm telling you right now, what you're about to say does not make sense. (laughs) It makes sense what I'm seeing in that. Okay. This team is not prepared. This coach is not prepared. Okay. He is not, if he's coming in and not even considering that Tyree kill might be fast. Okay. Then it makes sense that what I'm seeing here is absolute garbage. John's still not even listening. I'm glad you're at least, you know, trying to follow along spotty. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but, and then also, why would you tell them that? Like, you're just, you're just admitting. Here, so it, look, we, we want, nobody's, nobody's getting fired after a win. Right. Probably not especially because of the way the defense decided to, oh, we can like hit players and stop the ball, you know, at the, the last couple drives of the game there. Um, but there's just, it seems like there's just this total, I, I don't even know what world he's living in. You know, <laughs> we're seeing these guys get open over and over and over again. And this system is not working. Justin Fields is picking us apart was 15 for 15. Okay, two is one thing. Two is one thing. Fields, 15 for 15? Guys, there is a big problem. And I don't know, like, to me, throw out the defensive playbook, the entire scheme, and start from scratch. I mean, two weeks in a row, we're, we're seeing teams break some record for their for their franchise, right? Yeah, um, yeah started out the game 15 for 15. He finally had an incompletion because it was the last pass of the first half for 40 yeah, yards. Hail Mary. Into, Hail Mary. And then he came out, and I think he got the next three uh, completions. Uh, it's yeah. just, it's embarrassing. Tua, you're right. Tua is one thing. And guess what? They almost broke their record for most consecutive completions to start a game last week. I'm, I'm going to get real sick. If if we see Zach Wilson go 15 for 15, I might lose my mind. But I could have said that this week, you know, to start the game. I'd never expected that. No. Uh, it's pathetic. It's worse. I It's worse than last week, at least the, the way we played in the first half. Um, and it's got – got to figure something else. Because 
it's one thing for the Miami offense to figure out how to pick us apart. It's another thing, this Brown, Brown, now it's the Browns. It was the Cowboys, now it's the Browns. This Bears offense to figure out how to pick us apart. Like, they clearly have Vance Joseph's playbook in, you know, somewhere to figure, like, it, or it's just that readable for, yeah. for these teams. I don't know. But it's not, just, it's got to change, like you I said. Get it. I thought he came in and he didn't implement his own plan. Like, it, uh, he's like, he's like, oh no, I came in. We're just making tweaks to whatever they were doing already. I was like, ah, oh, I'm shit. watching the Panthers play right now. You know, earlier today, and I'm like, you know, whose defense looks better than ours? The Panthers. Who do the Panthers have? Evero. So, yeah. yes, sir. <sighs> no, it's it's beyond infuriating and frustrating because it, it makes me not just worry about the defense every week now it makes me like severely doubt our ability to win because of that, you know, until I see that uh, like things are changing because they're seeing, you know, I, I'm afraid that they're going to take this away and say, Oh, look, we won our systems working, you know, Hey, wait a second. You got down 28 to seven. And only because the, we were playing hot potato with that W like, no, you have it. You have it. You have it. You have it. <laughs> And finally, we were left handing, holding it at the end of the game is the only reason we won that game. Yeah. So I really hope they don't go back to Denver, you know, tonight, tomorrow, and sit down and go, defense, let's keep doing it. That That's what we want to keep doing because I'm telling you what, you're right. Teams now have four games worth of film to study on this defense, and it is very predictable. Very right. predictable. Yeah, and as we speak, the Jets are – actually playing the Chiefs very well, which is definitely disconcerting for us. Wow. Yes, very. it is. Uh, well, so is it concerning? Okay. Yes, the Jets playing good is concerning, but are the are the Chiefs playing terribly as well? I mean, Pat Mahomes has two interceptions. That's pretty crazy. Uh, <laughs> how, crazy. How, how often, but that, that's the thing, how often is Pat Mahomes going to play bad? No, not very often. So, it, yeah, anyway. I'm glad there's a game in between today's game and when we play them because I would not want to play him next week after a bad game, depending yeah, on how the second half goes for him. That's true. That's very but, true. Um, but yeah, I have some. If I'm a Bears fan, I have some questions uh, of what the yeah. hell they were doing in the second half on offense after they picked us apart the whole first half. Um, yeah, like, what happened? I don't know what they were doing on their final three drives. Um, Decision-making, all this. I really do think I, I'm going to play the conspiracy theory and think they're trying to tank for Caleb Williams, as Spotty would say. Hey, hey, I mean, yeah. right now they have the ability to get Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. Ah, you're so yeah, yeah. So <laughs> back to back. Sounds so terrible after you see what the product they put on the field. So Yeah, no. yeah you're right. You're right. But uh, – let I said it before. This is maybe the 31st ranked team in the NFL going up against the 32nd ranked team. I'll tell you what, after this game, it still might be the 31st ranked team against the 32nd. Yeah. Like, I don't think we're moving up the power rankings after a win today against this Bears team. Nope. Well, I'll take a we all agree. I'll we'll say it a million times. Don't get me wrong. I'll take the win. I'll take the win. But there are big concerns. Big, big, big concerns. Another one we haven't talked about yet is discipline. Um, I know we were talking about it before the show. We kind of mentioned it before, but, you know, going back, you know, from, from your experience playing football, you know, you're four games into the season now on an undisciplined, you know, it, it, 
it's not just this team is undisciplined and getting penalties frequently. It's that it's always at the worst time. Right. And it's just killing these drives. So spotty start with you, man. Like, what do they need to do to get out of that, man? Like, how do you get them to say, you know, to, to wake up, you know, and, and stop shooting ourselves in the foot? Uh, you know, I feel like with the type of coach that Sean is, that he would have fixed this after game two, yeah. right? I mean, you, you brought him in. We know what Peyton is. We know what he's supposed to be able to do. Uh, he... I don't understand how this didn't get fixed in week two. Is that? And I think kept Dan a couple weeks ago. You're like, did we have we lost the locker room? I think that was the question that we've asked. And I, I think the other is again, you know, the coach. All is well and great. The coach is on the sidelines, but we also need some player. You know, like, uh, you know, Peyton Man, Von Miller to kind of be like, hey guys, you know, what what are you doing out there? You know, we need, you know, somebody to step up. But we don't have that. It might be Justin Simmons. But I yeah. still don't see Justin Simmons as that, you know, loud in your face, you know, no. get your ish together kind of person. So no. um, I think if somebody could learn to step up, maybe one of the two linebackers, Singleton or Jose, um, if they could, you know, show everybody, hey, they're already wild, man. We know that they're running around the field all the time. Now then, mm -hmm. now can now show everybody else that a wild man can also be a leader. Yeah, I would uh, agree with you there. And you you might be right with uh, Justin Simmons, but the way he plays the game is his leadership. And that I think, man, that has been missing the last two games. I hope he's back next week because it – I'm sorry. We do not have a, a, an answer there, especially with Caden Stearns out for, I think, the year. Turner Yell is not getting it done in that position. Uh, it's, he's trying. He's trying. He's doing he's his trying. best. Like, like, like how, how often today did he miss tackles? Like, you know. He, it wasn't great, Last but like two. when he got there, like he, he made sure to wrap up at least, you know, yeah. I think he had 10 tackles almost. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, at, at least he's, he's doing what he can, you know, I, I'm not, I can't ask him to do any more at his yeah. skill level, you know, from where he's at. Right. And what he's right. doing. He came in as the number three in that position to start the year. Backup goes down week one. And now the starters now, like it's a tough position to yep. put him in. Don't get me wrong. And you put him on the same side of the, as the, of the field as Pat Sertan, you would imagine that's going to help him a bit. But, I mean, it, the, the offense has figured it out, uh, how to exploit him. Um, so we, we need Justin back there for sure. Yep, most definitely. Um, okay, second half. Um, look, uh, interesting things happened. Um, you know, I always say make sure you, you watch the entirety of the game because you ne never know what's going to happen. Um, <laughs> yeah. Where's David from? Uh, I don't know where David from uh, is. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm sure he's the reason we came back in this game. No, yeah, John, John, you're frozen. No idea. You're frozen. <laughs> say that. Say that again. Well, he's going to have to restart. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, we'll just, we'll wait till he's, he's back. Okay. Um, offense got going, man. What'd you, what'd you see from the offense that, uh, you know, that you thought was maybe the reason why they, they started clicking. Uh, we're running the football and we're running it hard. Crazy uh, how that happens, huh? I, it, it, it's weird. Jaleel McLaughlin, what, 10.3 yards of carry. It, it, he was, he was a great, he, I was, I was actually amazed to see him get more carries than Samaje. I, I could be wrong about that, but I feel like he got more carries than P Ryan. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Imagine an undrafted guy coming in and taking carries away from a guy that we paid money to come to our team. Like we, yeah. it's not like we paid him nothing. We paid Samaj P. Ryan like second best running back on a team kind of money, almost first because you know, running yeah. backs don't get paid or anything like that. So um, I think turning around, and running the football was a lot was great. I also feel like we were moving the pocket a little more with Russell, so he was mm-hmm. kind of getting out into the flat areas and was you know he he was working with his legs, man. And I think I mean that's that's his strength, you know. Um, you know, they were talking frequently throughout the game about how they want Russ to be more of a pocket quarterback going down the field until they're in the red zone and then let him use his athleticism. To me, that that still is, you know, kind of restraining him too much. I mean, he's been in the league for over 10 years now. I, I, I'm kind of surprised it's not like, you know what you're capable of. Go, go, do, go be yourself, like the entirety of the game. You know, I understand like, you know, you need to, be a, work on get, becoming a better pocket passer, but don't stop being who you are. So right. you know, say that, and we see him being more mobile in the second half. Things start clicking, running game starts clicking um, because now you have to worry about is Russ going to move or whatnot. And um, yeah, I, I hope that's something they continue moving forward with. It's just like you know, be more relaxed with letting Russ be Russ. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was going to be the same thing coming out of halftime. Uh, yeah. we went three and out to start and then we gave it back to him. I think they, did they score on their first drive after halftime too? Were we down yeah. 28? Okay. We like, was 28, seven and a half. Yep. No, it was 21, seven and a half. 21, seven and a half. Right. Right. They did. They did. I couldn't remember if it was their first no. drive of that second, second. Yeah. Half. Anyways, you're right. I thought it was going to be more of the same. And then, um, yeah, we started turning around once, once. Well, you guys are right. Like Russ could could figure out, hey, I could actually run the ball, you know, if it's if I'm under duress and I have this opening, and he figured it out. Um, Jaleel McLaughlin to to Spotty's point, um, absolute stud. The other guys went eight carries for twelve yards, <laughs> you know, less than two yards a carry, and he busts out ten yards a carry, seven attempts, seventy two yards. Like, let's get more of that going because we yep. it was a spark we needed. It was a time. It came at a time when our offense was just not clicking and. And mm-hmm. he, he brought it, and then, you know, and then he had that amazing reception too, that where he broke a few tackles for twenty yards. Yeah, the dude's I mean, difference maker, and he was three, today. Three catches, thirty-two yards, and a touchdown. Right, like yeah. that's a solid fantasy day right there. Sure, sure points, is, man. Nineteen points. Check him out on the waiver wire. Jeez, hey, dude. I look. I, I love it. I love it. It's going to be interesting to see, you know, with. um well, Javante Williams' hip injury, what the extent of that is, you know, if he's going to miss any time or whatnot. Um, I think there's a serious conversation to be had here for the number two running back position. Um, I get that you're you're paying P. Ryan, you know, but if he's not performing and you got McLaughlin, no G, who's, you know, getting 10 plus yards per carry compared to P. Ryan, who had six carries for 12 yards. You know, I'm I'm gonna go with. I don't care if he's undrafted. I'm gonna go with the, right. the hot hand there, right? Well, so might, might be another Philip Lindsay situation. It you could, know? Be. could be. The other thing too is Piran is very much. You know, he's a similar skill set to Javante Williams. Um, yeah. Whereas J- McLaughlin is just you know Mike change pace, get him out on the outside, get him once he's in the open field. Like it is, he is shifty. Let's put it that way, and uh, hard to bring the guy down. So. 
I, I love the compliment that he could bring to Javante Williams. Very much so. I mean, you know, being five seven is would normally be, you know, a, just you're not tall enough to play in the NFL. You know, you just you're just not big enough to, to take those hits, especially as a running back. But he's swifty and, and and he can break tackles too. Like he's getting through players. You know, yeah, it, it's not just the open field stuff, but he's making other things happen too. So. Um, you know, I, I want to, I'm curious what his, you know, yards after contact are, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, um, to see, you know, if what I'm seeing, it actually is translating to the stats there or whatnot, but you know, he's, he's a guy that yeah, you, you could really look at, Hey, is this going to be our number one or number two running back moving forward? Um, as much as I love Javante Williams, you know, we got to, you know, that injury history and then are you going to pay p ryan again or are you going to let him go you know spotty you were talking about that before the show so you know this kid call him a kid but man he is he is looking real good out there for an undrafted rookie you know this being week four you know and he was coming in today's game as number three on the depth chart there so I think he's definitely fought his way into multiple carries I I yeah. again though I say that I look at him, I'm like, he needs to have touched the ball more. He needs to touch the ball more. But I also said the same thing about Marvin Mims. He needs to touch the ball more. He needs to touch the ball more. And, of course, we were talking about it a little earlier, Marvin, two targets for the whole entire game, two catches, 47 yards. But uh, for someone who leads the team in receiving yards as the fourth person, fourth string, that's kind of crazy. So I guess we need to kind of temper our expectation uh, we know it's not big on coaches to trust in undrafted slash rookies too much. I yeah. think that needs to be something that's going to need to make that. We need to make that change. We need yeah. to rely on some of these rookies because mm-hmm. honestly, they are playing. I mean, I know again against the bears. So we got to see again when it comes to next week against the jets defense, but if they can play up to the level of this competition, we need to be talking about more touches. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he's earned it. Right. Like, I don't know why we wouldn't go back to him, um, especially after today. Like he was the spark for today's comeback. I think um, I'd have to give it to to McLaughlin. And then to your point with Mims, I mean, 47 yards, but his long was 48 yards, David spotty. Sorry. <laughs> so that means we're talking about that other catch was a minus one yard. It was one of those screen passes that, uh, you know, that hasn't really been working for this offense. And so, yeah, given the ball downfield, like he's made multiple catches for over 20 yards in, in the last three games, at least. Uh, so, yeah, you're right. We need to start relying on these rookies because honestly, no one else is getting it done. No. Um, McGlinchey, I'm sorry. He's not pulling his weight. He's in fact getting his penalty. He's part of the penalty problem. Um, you know, at least the last two games. Two, you know, two or three big penalties at the worst times there. Um, not what you know what I expect him to to do for the type of money we're paying him in and all the hype that was surrounded around him. Randy Gregory, I, I'm thinking he's a bust. Um, I haven't even uh, heard his name. You know, when if I see his number out there, I'm surprised. To be honest with you, it's like, oh, he's in the mix. Like that's a surprise to me. Um, you're seeing a whole lot more from like Cooper and I love seeing him get in the backfield. Benito's, you know, had some big plays today as well. Um, and that was good to see. Two and a half um, sacks for Benito today. Yeah. You know, One first fumble, which again was a game changing fumble with oh. uh, Cooper going back for the touchdown. Like 
wasn't Gregory. I mean, Frank Clark is injured, but in the first game and a half that he was playing before he was injured, I didn't see anything from him either. You know, I saw penalties. So, I saw at least one penalty. Against penalties. Him yeah. third down. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think there's, it, and it sucks because you want those vets to be, you know, playing at the high level and, and you know, the, the rookies learning, you know, and the rookies are the one coming along. We got a reverse situation here. And I think, you know, Spotty, we were talking about this before the show and uh, this is what you want to see from a rebuilding team. You know, um, we, if we're bringing that caliber character player, that's going to, you know, really buy into the system and be disciplined and make those plays and step up when it needs to happen. That's what you need. Right. And we're not getting it from the vets. So it's almost to me going to be easy to offload some of these vets, you know, and say, when we get to the closer to the trade deadline here in, in at the end of the month, like, Hey, yeah, we could maybe trade this guy, you know, depending on what the record is or whatnot, because it's like, I don't really foresee him being on the team in the future. You know, he's not doing anything to help us out. Right. So it's going to be interesting guys. Uh, uh, just to mention another name, Kev Dan, that we haven't talked about and mm -hmm. it's probably, it's upsetting. Zach Allen. Yeah. Oh my God. You're right. I haven't even thought about him. <laughs> okay. Cause out of all of the players on the defense, yeah, we played Randy Gregory, some decent money. We're paying Zach Allen some yeah. good freaking money, man. And that's as so I, you expect a guy like that, not to just look like faux JJ Watt with the big old, you know, arm uh, brace mm -hmm. out there. You want him to do something. Now they credit him with a half sack today, but still all the exact same time, man. I, I need to see more from him. I need I I need somebody who's paying the kind of money they're paying to take over a point of the game. They're like, man, Zach Allen, stop the run, stop the run, stop batting passes, something. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. And to that point, to that point, DJ Jones too, because look, they got their number one guy, Khalil Herbert, got over a hundred yards rushing today, and that's I mean, last week, Mostert and oh, uh, A Chain both like just picked us apart. Not to mention Tua. And again, they they seem like a, like we made the Bears look like a very legitimate offense again. And it's like I don't get it because it's the same guys that we had last week, last year, right? Mm -hmm. Different offense or defensive coordinator, and uh, I don't know what the difference is because we're not getting to the quarterback. We're not pushing putting pressure on these guys. We had a couple of sacks today, but you know, against the Bears, we should be getting to the quarterback a few times a game, if not more. So I you know what the difference is. Yeah, I know. We and we already hit on it earlier. It's the scheme. Yeah. How are we not changing our scheme at this point? The, this and, and even when the you know they they mentioned this is something you know Miami did last week. You know, and they're they're using very different the offenses. It's like very different offenses. Yeah, but you know, it's just like things are carrying over now, and it's the Broncos aren't. You know picking up on it and it's just it's frustrating because it's supposed to be a pro team and the defense has been what has kept us in so many of these games you know year in year out in recent years and I'm to the, see them just absolutely fail you know I'm the Super now Bowl, the defense has held us oh, mm -hmm. yeah no yeah. Super Bowl 50 so was it, because of our defense and it's been the same since then yeah yeah and then we come in this year and Oh, we're just going to make minor adjustments, man. Whatever adjustments you did, undo them. <laughs> you yeah. know, they weren't minor. They, <laughs> pretty they weren't minor. Yeah, they're pretty big. Now, the one thing I will say, 
I was certain uh, that once we got down 28 to seven, this team was going to start giving up again, just like we saw last week, you know, especially, you know, we get into the fourth quarter, you know, yeah, we're down by two touchdowns then, but you know, it's still, the defense still isn't doing anything at that point. Right. But they didn't. So that is very encouraging to me. You know, they battled, you know, players like Benito and Cooper and the, the young guys, uh, McLaughlin on offense, you know, they battled, they did not give up even when we were down 28, seven. Right. That tells me that, okay, there's some really good positivity because after a game like last week, you find yourself in that position again. I am sure it is damn hard not to sit there and be like, right. Why? why here we are yeah. again. You know? Same thing again, right? Yeah, exactly. And man, I had the feeling watching that game end of the third quarter. It was like, really, if we're going to have a chance in this game, which my hopes were up at that point, let's be honest. Like, I was like, okay, if we're actually going to have a comeback here. We're going to have to score before the end of the third quarter. You know, we were driving, we got within the 20. I was like, okay, we have like, one play here before this quarter's over and we did it and it's like okay let's see what happens from here stop them and then you know i don't know what happened this this second half (laughs) you know the halftime adjustments whatever you want to call it but yeah we didn't see it in the first three weeks and uh it was a breath breath of fresh air i was i am a little worried Mm -hmm. that the second half was more about the bears than Mm -hmm. it was the Broncos. I have a feeling that when we're going to look at the numbers, we're going to be chatting on Tuesday. Cole Komet still went absolutely nuts. Yeah. Second yep. half. He may not have scored two. Oh, he scored two touchdowns, something like that. I, I don't know when he scored his last touchdown, but I'm telling you, Cole Komet was absolutely still open at yeah. all times. And I I, I don't know, man. He, they, we made him look like Travis Kelsey. Okay. Uh, so yep. I am a little worried that when I kind of sit down, I look over the last you know half of the game, that it was more about them not doing what they were doing the first half, opposed to us get scheming yep. for it. I do. Yep. I I definitely agree with you there, but I f- I feel that way when it comes to their offense versus our defense. As far as our offense goes against their defense, I felt like. And I could be wrong. Again, maybe there's some conspiracy thing going here and they are actually tanking because it wouldn't surprise me with some of the decisions they made. But their their defense versus our offense, I was I don't even care if that is the case. Like we need this momentum to carry forward because we haven't been getting it done the second half of game. So it's just it's just good to see that we score three of our four touchdowns in the second half of a game. Yep. Uh, and granted, one was on defense, which hey, yeah, good hey, 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 holy crap, <laughs> our defense got points. Like, yeah, I'll take it. Holy crap, <laughs> I, I and I harp on Kareem Jackson, but he got an interception in this game, and sure. it came in the and most oppor- it came in, in the most opportune yep. moment, right? Terrible pass, terrible pass, but he, he was there to capitalize to on it. it, right? Right, he didn't light the guy up and hit him in the head or anything, so. I have to be happy that he was there at that right moment. Yep, exactly. It's <laughs> nice, nice work, Dave. Hey, you know I got to get the dig in while I. Can. I mean, it's we lost that game. I, you know. Yep, sure did. <laughs> um, how about uh, Will Lutz? Big field goal, fifty-plus yarder. Yeah, he you know? did his job. You know. 
the, ah! what happened week one has not carried over, which okay. is why he's still on the team. Like he, he deserves it, right? I, you yep. know, it's still not sold, man. I had a no. conversation with uh, one of my buddies today. If we the way that we look at field goal kicking now, fifty yard field goals is almost like a regular punch of the clock, right? You know, we yeah. we look at we oh you know Justin Tucker you know oh how look at I'm, I'm curious what his percentage of fifty yard um, hits are there, there's got to be somewhere in the eighty percent okay that's a that's 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 a better grade than I got in high school or college okay so <laughs> this man is out here kicking fifty yard field goals so I I I get I'll give Will Lutz because it was definitely something we needed in a moment and it uh it looked slimy for a little bit it definitely oh, it looked sketchy as hell <laughs> 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 like. Like, I definitely almost swallowed a whole chicken wing watching uh, him do it, okay? Hey, at the um, end of the day, But I got to give him credit for the crap I gave him. We want, it's like, I got to give him credit where credit's due. Like, that was a big kick, right? You're on the road. It's not in Denver. Like, lots of pressure on you. I, I, I got to give my t- tip of the hat to that guy. Okay. okay. He did his job. He got his extra points in. He got it. the one field goal we asked him to kick. He made it. So, I mean, what? It's just, yeah, it's like, I miss the days of going out there and being like, oh, field goal. Okay. We got this. You know, it is, <laughs> it's it like is a different feeling, but <laughs> you sure you don't want to go Has he missed a kick since week one? I don't know. No, if I don't think so. so. I don't think so. So look, I'm just, I'm just saying like, no, oh, I, I got it. When, when something's going good, I'm going to call him out, you know, and uh, make sure they get credit there too. So, um, okay guys, let's, uh, let's talk about some takeaways. Just, uh, you know, what, what's, uh, what you're looking for this week based off um, the outcome from today and what you saw on the field today. So John, what, uh, what you're looking for, man, or what's your takeaway? The takeaway from this week. Um, we need to get Jerry. We need to get some of these like big time receivers more involved. Yep. Um, we've seen Cortland Sutton the first three weeks. He he didn't have, he wasn't very much involved this, this week. And then Jerry Judy, again, we barely saw him last week until the game was already over. Um and then again this week, I think he only had three catches for 50 yards. Not a bad stat line, but he's supposed to be. Look, we picked him over CeeDee Lamb. What's CeeDee Lamb doing over with the Cowboys? Like, <laughs> but um, yeah, and then Marvin Mims too. Get some of these receivers involved more. Like, get him down the field too, because Russell Wilson had a good stat line from a completion percentage, but his yards weren't there. So, nope. We need to change up these little screen plays. These. And we, they're not working. We talked about before, spot. You working. made the point. They're not working. You're 100 right. Um, the only time it seems to be working is we give it to Javante Williams out of the backfield, and he goes up for five, six yards. I mean, I'll take that type of play. But sure. yeah, that, the quick out to the wide receiver is definitely not working. No, so let's, let's let's get him down the field more. That's been the story, man. We we tried that against the Raiders. We you know we were we were giving uh, Russell Wilson. We're like, man, look at him. He was. Look at Russell Wilson. He plays such a good game. And I, look, I told you, I looked at the stat line. It was he was 20 of 23 or something like that for, you know, 210 yards. So I digress. We're, we're on on the next week. Uh, my takeaway from this specific game, something that we talked about right before the show, is that these rookies that have been playing really well for us, um, I, I think we should ride that hot hand. Even if, uh, you know, we come in against the Jets, I think, I think McLaughlin had deserves the 10 to 15 touches a game. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a crazy idea, but I also believe that Marvin Mims deserves seven targets a game. 
if what what he does with seven targets, I if we if we go with his current trajectory, uh, mm-hmm. his those seven targets are going to be monstrous. He's going to go for 60, 70, 80 yards. Um, so we need to ride those hot hands. And then lastly, we still again we need to continue to dial up the pressure. We're not going to get lucky, uh, you know, again on a play a team like the Bears with a quarterback. He really just wants to get out. He's going to hold the ball too long. We might get we might be able to get to Zach Wilson because he's, he's somebody who still holds on to the ball a pretty long uh, for a good amount of time as well. So um, that can we get these other packages? Where's those Drew Sanders package special package that we were we were promised? Uh, so let's let's ride the hot hand and let's continue to get some pressure. I believe if we can do those things, we are going to turn the season around. Yep. Um, you know, going zero and three is was absolutely terrible um, for any team to start the season that way. Uh, just absolutely sucks. Um, but to get this win, there's a big difference between one and three and zero and four. You know, um, we got some tough games coming down the pike, you know, before our bye, bye week. But if we can start getting that, um, you know, confidence and fixing some of these bigger glaring issues like the discipline, the pass rush, those things, right? Um, the consistency on the field with just being able on offense, play a full game, a full, good, solid game of smart, good football. Um, the second half of the season is going to be very different, you know. And that's what I'm looking for because, again, we always talk about, you know, and look back to Dan Campbell when he took over the Lions. You know, the first year sucked. Second year, better. I think this is his third or fourth year now. Like, look at the Lions now, you know. Yeah. Okay. And this is normally what you see when coaches last in organizations. They don't get fired because they suck, you know. You know, year one, year one's rough. Year two, I think maybe he was used by saying this. Yeah, year two, you get more into like the, you know, eight, nine wins. Year three is when you see the real big, you know, 10 plus win seasons. So, you know, I want to see the second half of the season turn around and see what these guys can do and, and, and not give up. And, you know, if we end up the second half of the season going like six and two, Hey, that, that's going to make me feel a whole lot better going to next season. And I'm not going to really care what the overall record is. So, um, but uh, these guys can do it. There's just things like we have got to fix discipline, you know, you know, we've got to continue to be aggressive and, and, and execute well on the field. It doesn't matter how well the plays are drawn up and how pretty the plays are if we don't execute well, right? So continue fixing those things. And, and I think, you know, we're going to see some more success. Um, at least that's what I'm hoping. So, <laughs> hey guys, again, Tuesday night, Bourbon Broncos, no BS, 7 p.m. Mountain Time. We'll be there live like we do every week. Um, Spotty and John, thank you very much for joining me tonight, guys. As always, you are fantastic co-hosts. Uh, and everybody watching, did see your comments, pulled up the ones that I could. Um, you know, we'll be talking to you guys and interacting more uh, on the Tuesday show as well. So make sure you're there um, and we'll, we'll talk to you then. So guys, enjoy Victory Monday. You know, it's been a while. It has been a while. <laughs> so make sure, make sure everybody at work and all your friends know, hey, hey, Broncos won. And they said, yeah, you play the Bears. Just that's when you stop listening. And you're yeah. like, uh, we won. <laughs> a win's a win. So, win's a win. Yeah. Hey, guys. I think there's nothing else to say other than end this as we always do. On a very strong. Go Broncos. Go Broncos. Go Broncos. Take care, guys. <laughs>